This is your bonus miles. Here's Autumn. your girl autumn miles and we are coming to you and i do mean we are coming to you with a bonus miles and this is a very special bonus miles on this valentine's day week we did it on friday we're releasing it on friday because i know y'all had to put your pictures out with your people and your your husbands and your wives and all the hearts and all the things and so hopefully you'll see this and want to listen valentine's day is a big day um, anyway, I have a very special guest with me today. He is a super duper celebrity, very hard to get. We we were on a waiting list to um to have him on the show. He is none other than my husband, Eddie Miles. I'm so glad that he's here and it is going to be um it's gonna be a good show. I can already feel it. it's gonna be fun. We want to tell you what's the title? Do you know what the title is? How to stay married. Thank you, Eddie Miles. Um, we have a lot of questions from you. These are good questions. So if you're wondering, do I stay married? Yes, you should. <laughs> Unless, you know, anyway, that's a whole that's a whole nother show for reasons not to stay married. But um, we want to help reinforce your marriage with things that have helped us. And I will have to say, for years. I didn't want to talk about marriage or parenting. Um, a lot of people have asked me to write books about it, but I'm like, uh, I don't think so. It's like the person that gives you um, parenting advice that, you know, has a one-year-old. <laughs> it's like, no, they're an expert, but you're like, listen, you probably should be have a child a little bit longer to be giving expert advice on something because what if the child, you know, what if it's not good advice? Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, that's how I felt about marriage for a long time. And then recently the Lord has been like, you've been married almost 19 years. You've weathered a lot of storms together and we still love each other, which is nice. Anyways, we would like to share just some things that we've learned over the years. And I feel like God's released me to do that. So here we go. Question number one, that is from you out there. We need the spark back in our marriage help that was the question we need the smart which maybe that was a statement and not a question we need the spark back in our marriage help happy valentine's day to you we're gonna tell you how to get you no know, what would you say to that babe how do you get the spark back oh that's hard to say get the spark back when you've lost it and how do you keep the spark a burning and a flame. Let me say this. It doesn't happen by accident. That's right. It, marriage is an investment. It takes work. It takes time. And so the way, obviously, you have to know what sparks your wife. If coming speaking from a husband to, to a wife or speaking from a husband to other husbands, you got to know your wife. Uh, and you got you to gotta know what lights her fire. But you got to work <laughs> at it. You, you got to work. work. You got to work. Right. Okay. Is there any practical thing that you would recommend? Well, the, the <laughs> first place to start is dating. And yes. I okay. Would, yeah. I would tell every husband. I didn't think you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say something else. Well, I'm leading to that. <laughs> well, 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 let's warm up a little bit <laughs> before we start in on the sex talk. So <laughs> we, you need to date your wife. Husbands, date your wife. Like, stop acting like you got it in the bag. Stop coasting, put in the work, and 
book a babysitter and book a nice restaurant and take her out, enjoy her, have fun with her, spend time with her, listen to her, get her away from the laundry and the housework and just sit with her and be, and that is going to 99% of women, I think is going to start a flame again, just getting her away from normal yeah. stuff and being with each other and yeah. having fun, laugh, spend time together. We laugh because I'm really funny. You are, <laughs> you are. You are so funny. No, but I think the spark is important. Um, you, I think there's been times when we've, we, when, when it's been hard, like when you have infants and like we had two infants at one time guys, and then we had two older kids. So you talk about that year of our life. It was work. We had to make time for each other. And that year was, it was, it was hard to do, but there is a huge piece of Eddie and I that are committed to listen when our kids are leaving PS your kids leave they are leaving they're leaving bye bye we love them we don't want them to leave some of us don't some of us do but um your husband is going to be there and so what it, what happens when your kids leave the house and you're staring at your husband and there ain't no more spark and there ain't no more kids and ain't nothing holding you together. What do you do? I mean, that's the perfect time to peace out. And a lot of people do. Um, another thing is you, you've got to be intimate with your spouse. <laughs> it's important to do. I mean, that's, that's how uh, you stay connected together. And everyone's like, oh my goodness. Um, but that's super, super important to get away, spend time uh, be intimate, have a nice night out or whatever. Uh, it starts really small with, Hey, will you go on a date? Or maybe you, your husband brings you a card or maybe you bring your husband a card depending on his love language. And, um, you know, you guys kind of go from there. Number two, what is something you both do really well in marriage? Well, Eddie does lots of things really well. Not everything, but one of the things he does excellent is he, I always, I told the Lord, um, after my divorce, I want someone who's going to adore me. And, um, when I met Eddie, he adored me. And I do mean, tell me I'm beautiful every day. He says it every day. He tells me he loves me multiple times a day, like multiple times a day. And his words really, he's really, really good with reminding me, Hey, you're beautiful. Even though you just woke up and you haven't brushed your teeth yet and all the things. So he's, he's really good at that. That's one thing he does well. Yeah. Well, you babe are incredible with your words. Uh, when, when I'm having a bad day or if I'm feeling down or just totally random, uh, walk by and she says, you look good today or you I'm really proud of you for that you your words to me will make me want to run through a brick wall I mean you are it is it brings me so much courage and excitement uh and I feel so close to you and I feel just so powerful when you look at me and say man you look strong or you look your words to me he is freakishly strong I don't know. I'm sure we've all heard of Hercules. Like I'm living with the human version of that. He's freakishly strong. See, that was great. See, but, oh, I'm already winning. Winning. Okay. 
Very good. That's what I do. Good. Congratulations to me. Okay. Number three, how do we divide tasks more equally? Unless I directly ask my spouse to do something, everything falls on me. That's a great question. That sounds oddly We familiar. have never experienced that ever. Okay, let me just say, I'm bad at this, guys. I don't know. Let me speak to the men or women. See, women, you already know this about men, but men have a tendency to be lazy. Or at least, if it's not laziness, it's... The just they they're oblivious to what ha needs to happen at the house or they're thinking about work or they're tired from work or they come home and it's really not on their radar. So any of those number of things can happen, but it it does happen if if I am not intentional on coming home and say, oh, wow, the laundry needs to be done or the kitchen needs to be cleaned up or I can easily fall into the habit of waiting for Autumn to tell me, oh, hey, babe, can you help me with this? We've got to pick up the kids at this time. We got to, Someone's got to think about dinner. And I can actually let her do it. And that's not always good. It's, it's really bad. Actually. It's never good. It's horrible. I hate this. Yes. And so I have to take it upon myself to stop what I'm thinking about, uh, which I'm very singularly focused. Most guys are. And I have to look around, open up my eyes and look for needs, look for things to fix, things to do, things to take off her plate and not even tell her about it. Just do it because it's clear somebody needs to wash the dishes. Somebody needs to load the dishwasher. Somebody needs to do some laundry. And if it's not me, it's probably Autumn. And so if I can just- It's 100% me. Yes, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> All the time. But I, I have been very guilty of just waiting for her to tell me what needs to be done and then doing it. Are you saying you're bad at this? I'm bad at it. I'm, <laughs> I'm proud of you. I would say this to you out there who asked this question. You honestly have to tell your husband to do, if, you, if you're talking about communication, communication is huge. But I had to tell Eddie, here's the task for you to do. If you see it needs to be done, do it. And that was actually a task that I told him in our home, if if you see something that needs to be done, you can do it. If I see something that needs to be done, I can do it. We've got four kids. It's not like we're over here eating grapes all day long. Like we're constantly going. So the weight of everything should not fall on me um, at all. It, we are a team and it should be shared. So my advice would be, listen, dude, if you see it needs to be done, do it because generally our husbands love us and they really do want to help us, but they need to be, you know, helped on how does, to help us. It does help. It really helps for me to get clear expectations. Oh, and I would say priorities because even if I'm in the same room with the same problems, I will think to do something but you know, totally different than what you would do. Listen, I'll say... Order. I'll say, we need to eat dinner. We need to cook dinner. And he'll get up and go cut the grass. And I'm like, yes. But see, that was the priority in my brain. But <laughs> she had a different priority. And so I was, it was an unrealized expectation. But so wives. Communicate. Explain what the priorities <laughs> and the immediate needs are. 
So your husband won't go cut the grass. I feel like we're helping people stay married all, all, already. It's just great. Okay. So number one, be intimate with your spouse and go on dates and make the time. Number two, what we do well, that doesn't matter. Number three, communicate. Please, if you see it, do it. That will help me. Okay, let's move on. Get off the couch. Number four, what would you say is the number one thing you fight about in marriage and why do you think that is? We had different <laughs> answers. We had very different answers. But go ahead, babe. I, we, okay, 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 we're going to go there. Um, Eddie is, <laughs> I want to honor you, babe. Eddie is, he struggles to listen okay so i'll tell him things and i don't really know what happens to his ears but sometimes they're not turned on and so that would be the my biggest thing wow <laughs> i do struggle with listening you're right I do. it's hard it's hard for me it's hard for me i know it's okay I'm usually thinking of how to fix the problem, but you really don't want me to fix the problem. You just want me to listen. Sometimes I just want you to listen. That's right. That's true. But I would say the most, uh, this is very general. The thing that I think through many times of premarital counseling and talking to couples, the thing, the biggest things that people fight about is sex and money. So yeah. That's, yeah. That's a big, that's a big thing. I feel like the older we get, the less we fight about those things though. Well, we have, thought about those we have though yes and definitely we figured some stuff out and we've figured it out and that's the thing every marriage is different when it comes to those two things based on who's the spender who's the saver but communicating with each other on a regular basis and listening when you communicate is key so i would say those those things definitely and those are the reasons that people get divorced too absolutely if you struggle in any of those areas go see a counselor, get a pastor, get a biblical counselor to walk you through. We have sought lots of counsel over the years saying, um, you know, uh, asking for help in different areas, asking questions. How did other successful uh, couples make it work? Um, and I, let me say something about that because, uh, fighting is not wrong and bad. It's actually good. If, especially if you're looking at it from this perspective, exactly what we just said we fought about it for a while but at some point i had to figure out okay i've got to figure out what is making her feel this way and making us fight about this and i got to try to fix the problem this is most of the time the fight is not about what you're what you're fighting about is not the problem you have to figure out what caused the problem yeah and so fighting is it, it can help you get to a resolve and it helps you to figure stuff out and you can fight less once you start to figure your needs and desires and wants and we are huge on having the conflict and finding the solution after the conflict. I don't really think it's healthy for you to hold in your emotions for years and then all of a sudden blow up and get a divorce. Eddie and I have the conversation. We have the conversation until it's over. It's not just sometimes I, I need to leave. That's kind of the way I process things. I'll t state the problem. And then I'll like take a second, like if I need to go get gas or if I need to like run to Target, come back, we'll revisit it because that's how I process almost in steps. And when Eddie doesn't want to leave the situation until it's fully processed and we've learned over the years, I need that. That's how I can come back with the solution. So have the fight. What fight do you need to have if you're feeling tension with your husband or, or with your wife? 
have the fight and um, have the conversation or argument, this fight sounds bad, but, um, and then come to a solution. And if you guys can't come to a solution, bring a trusted mentor or someone that's been successful at this before in to help. Do not call your best friend who's never been married before. <laughs> Don't call her. She doesn't know how to do it yet. God bless her. But you need someone that's kind of walked that road and is both of your advocates, not just your advocate that's going to make your husband out to be a bad guy, both of your advocate that can look at the situation objectively and say, this is how we move forward. Okay, we got to move on. We have multiple kids and it doesn't seem like my husband enjoys them. This one was really sad, actually. It doesn't seem like my husband enjoys them. He treats them like they are a task and we just end up frustrated every night. How do you enjoy your kids together? Um, that your kids are a gift. Your kids are amazing. Like don't, I can't imagine thinking that way about my kids. So I'm kind of mad at that guy a little bit, but, but the solution would be don't, treat them like a task, look for some commonalities, look for ways to spend time with them, get to know what they like and dislike. And uh, real, real simple, some things I would say is, man, uh, stop, turn off your brain when you get home, turn off the phone, get down on the floor and play with your kids. Like as a dad, get down on the floor and spend time with them, roll around with them, wrestle with them. But if they're boys, the girls pick up a tea set, like, Find out what they like to do and do it with them and start that that uh, time together. And I, I really believe all that other stuff will take care of itself. But you've got to figure out what, what it is instead of them being a burden or a bother or a frustration to you. Um, look at them for the gift that they are and how incredible it is that you get to be a dad and, and get down on their level and just be with them. I think too, like, um, just in this realm, I know Eddie has expressed to me, you know, the first few years of life, the mom really takes care of the kids and, um, the mom is, you know, constantly, like she knows the schedule. She knows like what they eat when they eat, like the nap, the whole thing. Um, the mom really kind of manages the first few years of raising really children, yeah. uh, because the dads don't feel useful. And so I think as a mom, um, you've got to drop the control a little bit. Um, bring your husband in. If their nap time is at one and you say, hey, babe, could you put our kids to bed today? And they don't go down at two. Guess what? They're not going to die. They will be okay. Um, and the dad then has time to bond with that child. So sometimes the dad just feels like he doesn't have a place. And it's the mom's role and especially in the beginning few years to invite the dad in and say, listen, this needs to be done. The bond will naturally happen. I think older kids though, too, like Moses loves fishing and like loves fishing. Like he'd probably be a fish, like if he had the choice and Eddie loves fishing. And so they bond on that all the time. And I think something with grace, like, uh, Eddie has a very funny sense of humor. Um, actually, Grace thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. And so they really bond on their really, their jokes and stuff like that. So yes, find common ground and help your husband find common ground if your kids are like below the age of five. Okay. Drop the control, ladies. Love yes. All right, here we go. Let's move on. 
we don't have anyone to watch our kids and we don't go out on dates. What are some ways to reconnect that aren't necessarily going out? Ah, uh, that's laziness. I don't, we don't like this one at all. It's like, come on, guys. Like, I, I, there's been several times. I've heard so many times. I don't have time to go on. Or we, we don't have anyone to watch their kids. Neither do we. Can I just say this? We live 800 miles from the closest family member. Neither do we. We don't have a grandma that we can drop our kids off. Like, we went out of town last week, and you know what we had to do? We had to ask them to fly here to stay with our kids. Um, we didn't like this one because we are these people and we had to um, find another couple and say, listen, I'll watch your kids if you watch mine. We need to go on a date this week. Y'all want to go on a date next week? We'll babysit. Swap babysitting. In a world where there is all sorts of nanny thing, people that you can hire and stuff like that. To me, there's just really no reason for this. Or another thing that we did a lot was the when the kids were, we put the kids in mommy's day out at church. We don't like this one. There's no excuse. Dads with your kids, dads with your spouses, there is, you will notice when you don't date your wife. You will notice when you don't invest in your, your kids and your family. But by the time you notice it, it's too late. So just put the work in. I mean, I... Go to Ikea, put check him into the childcare and walk around the furniture section and dream with your wife. Like go to a coffee. There's a church here uh, in the Metroplex that has an incredible playground. Go let them play in the playground and you and your wife just have a coffee date together. I mean, be creative, figure out a neighbor to watch the kids for 10 minutes and do a nice dinner at the house for your wife. Like put the time and put the work in because it is worth it we have always put the work in because we knew that our kids would thank us for putting the work in so that they can reap the benefit of two parents that love each other after almost 19 years okay how what are some examples of way you ways you honor your husband that was the next one number eight and then we have one more i would say i never speak bad of my husband ever Everything I have bad to say about Eddie, I tell him. (laughs) I don't have side conversations with my friends telling them how crappy Eddie is being. I don't have conversations with my kids about, I never disrespect him. And even when we're in fights or whatever, I will, if I need advice and I, and I know that a situation is going to, paint him really bad, I will preface the situation and say, I'm just going to tell you the facts because I don't want to um, disrespect him. And so that's one of the ways that I do. You cannot, and and I also don't let anyone else do it. If someone else is going to say something about Eddie, like they're going to have to go through me. And I'm telling you what, you do not want to see that side of me. (laughs) So um, I'm, I do. I don't talk bad about him. It is not something that is welcome in my life, and that's that is that is a big way that I honor you. Thank you. Babe. So you're welcome. And you do. You do for you're honoring you. Well, and men, be honorable. Like, do the things that your wife can honor you for. Yeah. Okay. We got to get to the last one. If you could give a newlywed couple just one piece of advice, this is the last one. What would it be? I would say this newlywed, let God govern every aspect of your marriage. 
we don't win fights. The word wins fights. If Eddie's wrong, we go to the word and we, God truly does win the disagreements in our home. The Bible also shows us how to raise our children. Um, it shows us how to respect each other and how to teach them how to do it. So the, the Lord is not some obscure thing. And you guys know this from listening to the podcast that's like sits on a shelf. He is a daily conversation. He is a living, breathing being in our life on a daily basis. Well, real simple for me. Uh, it's just something I've done always and, and it works and it helps. Tell your wife you love her every day. Tell her she's beautiful every day and and invest and work towards intimacy there's no way that you're going to be truly that intimate close when you first start off but you got to work at it you got to mm. keep uh getting to know each other and and enjoy the ride it, marriage is the best gift i have ever given been given and i love it it's the best thing but it takes work anyone that's been married longer than five years knows it takes work yeah. and it's worth, it's worth it. It's worth it too. Absolutely. Okay. We love you guys. I hope this helps. I hope you don't hate us, but uh, I hope this helps. We love you. We will see you. I will see you next week for a brand new episode of the autumn mile show. Love you guys. I'll see you then. That was your bonus miles to find out more. Go to autumnmiles.com.